You are listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Happy Tuesday to you. Thank you so much for joining us for a special episode, certainly one of my favorites that we come back to every year. And this year is extra special. We are counting down the top 10 toys of the holiday season, as we have done since 2019. Hard to believe it's been that long. And since this is the fifth year consecutively for this episode, I thought I'd bring in an expert to chat about the toys that made the list this year. Our guest has been mentioned many times here on the podcast. Usually she does the outro for this very episode, and she's still going to do that. But this year, I thought it would be fun to interview her because she's almost at the age where toys aren't really a thing anymore. But she is 11 years old, and who has more experience with toys than an 11-year-old? Please welcome to the show my daughter, Quinn. Hi, my name's Quinn. It's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I know this is not your typical thing that we do. But we do have a great list of 10 toys. We're actually sticking to 10 this year. And I think that most of these you have heard of, or at least you're familiar with. For the ones that are not familiar, we'll pull those up on the screen so you can take a look at them. But we're going to count them down from number 10 to the number one gift item this year. So what do you think? Are you ready? Definitely. Okay. So coming in at number 10, we have Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. What can you tell us about this game? It is an amazingly fun family game. What's so much fun about Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza? There are these special cards, Mm -hmm. like Narwhal, Groundhog, Mm -hmm. and Gorilla. And for Gorilla, you do, like, a fun action, like, beating your chest, like, err. Mm-hmm. And for Narwhal, you get to put your hands in a horn on your head, and you just... My family always screamed, Narwhal! Yeah, for some reason, we clapped our heads together very forcefully and screamed Narwhal at the top of our lungs. But the basic premise is you go through, you have cards that either have a taco, cat, goat, cheese, or pizza on them, and you are chanting taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza at the same time. What you're saying might not match the card that you're putting down. If you match what you're saying, you need to be the first to have your hand down on the pile. If you get one of these cards that is the narwhal or the gorilla and what's the other one? Groundhog. The groundhog. You have special actions that you need to do rather than slapping your hand on the pile. And it is so much fun. I think we laughed for hours as we were playing it the first time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we've played it a couple of times. So that's a fun one because a lot of people can play or you can just have, you know, two or three people play it. So it's fun for a lot of different ages. And then it's also fun for a big group of players. So the next one on the list here, do you want to read number nine? It is Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Have you heard of this one? No, not that I can say. Okay, so this one is a Nintendo Switch game. And the neat thing about this is it is the first side-scrolling traditional platform game that they have done in a while. I believe from what it says here on Wikipedia, it's the first since new Super Mario Brothers University that was put out in 2012. So 
right off the bat, there's that. But then there's also gameplay that lets you do a few different things. There's new power-ups. It kind of adds a different spin to Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Just from taking a look at the splash page here, do you think it looks like something that you'd be interested in? Definitely. It looks very fun for all ages. What are we looking at right now? A picture of Mario as... An elephant? Yeah, I'm not quite sure why he's an elephant (laughs) either, but I would guess that that's... If you go down, it Mm -hmm. says it transforms you with a wonder flower. Okay. So I think what these wonder flowers do, it's a new power-up in the game, and I think... It transforms you into animals. That sounds fun. Or uh, looks like it makes pipes come to life. So that would lot, be funny. A lot of interesting things going on in there. So there's a caterpillar on Luigi's back. Yeah. All right. So that is number nine. Number eight. This one is. I know. You do know this one. Magic Mixies Pixlings. Can you tell us a little bit about these? So they're little dolls mm-hmm. in like wardrobe changers so like Mm -hmm. you put in like a powder and a liquid and you Mm -hmm. press a button instead of a wand Mm -hmm. it spins and Hmm. like a doll clicks out and they're little fairies okay well pixies i guess and they have the basic five points of articulation and they have little wings which i think are the cutest okay so (laughs) all different colors So it sounds like these are a little bit fancier than the Barbie color reveal dolls, but maybe not quite as involved as the other magic mixies, the cauldron or the crystal ball or the new genie lamps. Yeah, the big ones, they're usually a bit more expensive, Mm -hmm. but this time they're in like the price range of like $20. Okay. So, yeah, they're pretty affordable. They're only like $20. Okay, that's a little bit more reasonable than some of the some of the other ones cuz those are pretty expensive, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are a bit bigger, but it's also not as advanced. Okay, so not as many steps involved. Yeah. Gotcha. Only- and you can do them in any order cuz like the cauldron from very specific steps. Yeah, there's like mm-hmm. you have to do they're labeled like with numbers. Mm-hmm. And so is the I think the crystal ball mm-hmm. and probably the genie lamp. I've never done the genie lamp, mm-hmm. but from my experience from Magic Mixies, they're usually pretty step-by-step. All right, let's get to our next one on the list here, number seven. So this one is an interesting one. I had not heard of this at all until we put together the list this year. So I'm going to pull it up so you can actually see what it is here. This is from Mint ID, the doggy interactive robot dog with colorful LED lights, 200 plus sounds, reactions, and it connects to an app. So have you seen this one at all? No, but I've seen things like it, Mm -hmm. like other robot toys. Like I think I've seen a robot cat, but I, I don't know if it was a Mint ID. Mm-hmm. But it looks pretty similar, a bit more high-tech or good quality. Mm-hmm. And those ones, I don't think, could connect to an app. There's just, like, a little remote control. Okay. So it might have been more... This one is probably a bit more, like, advanced. You can control it a bit more because that one, that dog, looks like it has a bunch of articulation. Mm-hmm. 
and like the head, the ears even. And it's pretty cute. It's a little white dog. One ear is white, the other ear is black. Its tongue is out, but it's mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah, it looks like it, it can stick out its tongue. It has folded ears. It has the little legs, obviously, that would move at the point where they attach to the body. And then they have wheels on the bottom. And there's lights pretty much on the front paws, right on the chest area. Interestingly enough, it says here that it also includes six interactive games, like a fortune teller game, which I think a lot of these interactive toys like this have. And there's also something called an ultimate nose boop. So I'm curious what that involves. I know. That brings me in because I I love booping things. She's probably she's probably said that about me, but she I, I love booping any animal. Booping doesn't generally come up in health insurance conversation, but Well, it should. <laughs> you are booping a fan is healthy. You are a fan of the boop. So yeah, that one is it's a cute little robot dog. It is a little bit more on the pricey side. It's Looks like, like it's sixty-ish dollars. Yeah, sixty to eighty dollars, but it looks good. fun. It has 44 ratings, and it looks like most of them are good. Mm-hmm. It's 4.5 stars. If you can trust the Amazon ratings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's keep going here. We are at number six. Yep. Do you want to read off the number six toy on our list? Of course. It looks like a Fisher-Price Laugh and Learn Mix and Learn DJ table. Oof, okay. That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Now, this is one that... I haven't seen it before. You haven't seen this one no, before? I've heard of Fisher-Price, but I've never seen this DJ set. It's super cute. It seems cute from the pictures. The Fisher-Price Laugh and Learn Mix and Learn DJ table. You were right. That is quite a mouthful to say that out loud. From what it looks like, this is a toy that can sit on the floor with a baby, or you can put it up on the little stands for a toddler. What else do you see in here? I don't know what they're called, the, like the little turn thingies. Like you can like turn. Oh, the turntable, so yeah. you can go. Arrit, arrit. I have a joke for you. Okay, what's your joke? What's a DJ's favorite sauce? <laughs> I, I don't know, Quinn. What is a DJ's favorite sauce? Merit Nara. Okay. Yep. We're here all week, folks. So let's get back to the DJ table here. So there is a little keyboard area. A lot of these Fisher-Price toys have letters, numbers, color recognition, basically trying to teach kids those things that they need to know by the time they get into kindergarten, kind of those basic foundations. It does like ABCs, mm-hmm. numbers, and colors, because I can already see that there's like a little turny thing. That says ABC, so that's kind of... Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. All right, let's move on to our next one here. What is... What's number five? It is Sesame Street Elmo Slide Plush. It's mm. interesting to me that they still keep finding new ways to innovate on the Elmo plushes that they do. It looks like what they've done this time around is they've taken the cha-cha slide and they've made it the Elmo slide. So Elmo sings, he dances, and it's... You can press his hand for him to do this stuff. Yeah, it it looks like a lot of fun. These toys are usually pretty cute. As anyone can recall, Tickle Me Elmo from a couple years ago. Clearly, they're still working from that formula of pair interaction with Elmo, and you've pretty much got a hit on your hands. Not a whole lot to say about that one, is there? Not really. It kind of explains itself from the name. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, this next one is a pretty neat toy. And this one I do think I showed you before as I was doing some research for. I think so. Yeah, so number four is the Bitsy Interactive Pet. Well, I think, isn't it like a little projector thing, a projector animal in a box? Yes. Kind of like a Tamagotchi, almost. Sort of, yeah. Almost like a Tamagotchi. Okay, so let me pull this up so we can see it and take a look together. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to quickly describe what we're looking at here. The case for this thing looks like a jewelry box of sorts, a rectangular jewelry box. And then in the very front, there is a bar that it looks like is where your touch bar is. And then there is a projector screen. And it looks like you can interact with your pet by actually touching the top of your pet, even though it is a display. Mm-hmm. And what did you see about the different animals that you can have with this? So they start out like as a baby mm-hmm. and you get to feed them. Then they become an adult. And I guess if you're lucky, they become a super blissy. So that's how they get their costume. Which is interesting. Yeah, they go from baby to adult and then this super bitsy costumed super bitsy. And then dog seems like an astronaut. He does look like an astronaut. I don't know if you go pet by pet or if you sort of unlock them that you can play with more than one at a time or if you just unlock them one by one that you put them in a gallery when you're done, sort of like the Tamagotchis. So, what do you think of this one? It looks very fun for like. Long, long car rides. It probably keep me entertained for a long car ride. Something that maybe if you're planning on being away from home, visiting for the holidays, maybe at a house where there's not a ton of toys or anything like that, this would be a great toy to keep kids entertained. Yes, and it looks pretty affordable too. It's only in like the $20. Yeah, it's not nearly as expensive as the Tamagotchi. Definitely. Yeah. So moving on, number three on our list is Beast Lab. And this is actually kind of cool. Have you heard of this before? Not that I can think of. Okay. When I saw these mentioned, the first thing I thought about was... Magical mixies, but for boys. Wait, so you get to make your own monster? That seems really cool. <laughs> Honestly, it looks like a gujitsu. Do you know what those are? No. They're like little animals, like ninjas that are animals with animal heads that are like rubbery, and they're almost that exact same style, but they have like hmm. rubbery, stretchy arms. Okay. It's what they remind me of because they come in like almost that container sometimes. Yeah, it looks like they've taken the magical mixies idea of doing these different steps to create a toy. But with this one, it looks like we're working with slime and putting together all of these substances to make like this one is a glow in the dark shark. So what do you think looking at this? Is that kind of the vibe that you get from it? Yes, it it looks like how many are there in the series? So I think there's a couple different animals that you can do. I think I saw a shark, I saw a cat, and then I think I saw a dinosaur. Go back up so I can see them. Mm -hmm. So it looks like you can make a cat, a dinosaur, a reptile, and a shark. Mm -hmm. So there's different colors, so you technically already know what you're getting. Yes, it's not a surprise what you're getting. But you don't know what 
what they're going to look like. You know what animal they're going to be, though. And it looks like we're working here with, like, sticky gloop. It, Just, it looks gooey and sticky. It looks yeah. messy. It looks messy, but it also looks like the mess is probably pretty contained because what they show here is sort of... It might be in the plastic. You know how, like, those cups there are that, like, you fill the... The, the lids are filled with, like, the gloop? Where they're like, there's glitter and there's like that syrup that makes it like go up and down. Oh, okay. So you're like saying that. that you think it's contained yeah. in the actual, that you see it rise kind of like that, but yeah, it can't it make its down. way out of yeah, that. As you see that okay. right when it comes out, it's like all clean. So like there's, there'd probably be like gloop all over it. Right, right. That's probably, that's a good point. I bet it's probably contained in here and part of this casing in the bottom. So basically what this looks like is, it's almost like a faux beaker in a lab mm-hmm. that you're doing an experiment in. Everything is kind of cased together similar to the Magic Mixies crystal ball that you do all these different steps. You put in powder, different liquids, all of that, probably tap and press a couple buttons. And then when all of those steps are completed, then you get the beast out of it that is whatever character you've chosen and it looks like it's interactive and it has 80 plus lights sounds and reactions really similar to the magical mixies just in this case you're getting a creature rather than in those cases with the crystal ball or the genie lamp you're getting sort of a cute fuzzy little critter we've almost remixed this to be the gloopier version for a boy yeah okay wait oh so you can get Either shark, you can get a hammerhead shark, the Havoc hammerhead, or the Mayhem mega shark. So there's two different sharks that you can get. So it is a surprise. It is sort of a surprise. Like, you know you're going to get a shark, but... You don't know which shark. Right. So that's... That's kind of similar to the the Magic Mixies as well, that there are different colors and versions. Right. Let's move on to number two, because I know this is probably your favorite one on the list. You have yeah. so many of these things. I don't have enough. I think you do have enough. I think you do have enough. 25 more. Okay, well, why don't you, what is the number two toy on our list? Squishmallows. Squishmallows. And what do you have to say about Squishmallows? Why do you like them so much? They are because they are just Big stuffed animals, mm-hmm. but they're like, they're different than just stuffed animals. They're really squishy. What's different about them? Instead of having like a long fur, mm-hmm. it's shorter. Okay. So it's like a bit easier to get out. Like, if this is just an example, if you get like slime on it, mm-hmm. it would be a bit easier to like wash. How, how many squishmallows have you gotten slime on? A lot. <laughs> We have a slime problem in in our house here. Yeah. If if you have kids, you know the struggle. So you can get things out of them easily because they are mm-hmm. a shorter kind of soft plush. There's not a ton of fur to them. What else? How else would you describe them? They are very good pillows. They're very soft and good to rest your head on mm-hmm. for like a long car ride. Mm-hmm. You just put one behind your head and like sleep. They're also very good, and they also come in different variants of like size shape Mm -hmm. there's like stackable squishmallows i think flippy squishmallows i couldn't even begin to tell you how many different sizes there they range from small bag clips all the way up to really large almost pillows that you could put behind your back 
So in addition to the fact that they are super soft and squishy and comfy, what makes Squishmallows so special? They all have different names and things about themselves. If you open their tags, they all have a small description of what they like, their personality, like their favorite food. There's one that likes to play the drums, I'm pretty sure. Let's get into the characters a little bit, because when you say or you hear someone say that they collect Squishmallows, what is so collectible about them? There are, like, holiday ones, food Mm -hmm. ones. I'm pretty sure there's even, like, Sanrio ones. Yeah. There's Sanrio Mm -hmm. Christmas ones, too. Mm -hmm. It's like a Hello Kitty Christmas cookie Mm -hmm. that I've seen. They're very cute, and since some of them are limited edition and a bit harder to get, it makes them a bit more special and Mm -hmm. more fun to find and to collect. So Right. So they have the versions that are kind of always available. They cycle in these different limited editions. Yeah. And what are the ones that we just saw at Aldi today? We saw Harry Potter house ones. Mm -hmm. There was a Slytherin snake. Mm -hmm. There was a Hufflepuff badger. Don't forget the Ravenclaw raven. We didn't see the one for Gryffindor there, did we? I saw a scarf, but I couldn't really see the animal. Mm. But I'm pretty sure a lion is the Gryffindor animal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So those were some of the ones that we saw. Those probably, I would think, would sell out fairly quickly. Those are some of the ones that we'll be linking to in the notes. But there are a slew of different Squishmallows that are always available depending on which series releases come out. This time of year, there's a lot of Christmas ones. Like you said, there's the Christmas Sanrio ones. So it's one of those, it's kind of a go-to as far as a birthday present or a Christmas present for really any kind of kid. Is there anything else you want to tell us about Squishmallows? There are a big array of types of animals. Mm -hmm. There is blobfish, octopus. Mm -hmm. The first one I saw, which was like really cool, Mm -hmm. it was a kiwi bird. Okay. I've only seen a kiwi bird beanie boo before, Mm -hmm. but this is the first time I've seen like another big stuffed animal brand make a kiwi. Mm -hmm. It was really cool seeing how they make a whole different variety of animals. Mm -hmm. They make horses, unicorns, cheetahs, mercats too, fantasy animals, and animals that don't even exist, like from kids' imaginations. I think probably what makes them so collectible is the fact that you kind of personalize what type of Squishmallow you either collect or what you get as a gift based on, you know, say my kid likes this animal or my kid likes this kind of food. There's even a Squishmallow that is avocado toast. So there's a lot of different ways to kind of show not only that you know the person that you're gifting the item to, but you can personalize it a little bit more with the Squishmallows. Well, I think that brings us to the number one toy on our list. And do you want to read it? Sure. All right. The number one toy on our list is? Hasbro Furby. Now, I, I detect there's, there's a little hesitancy in your voice here. Tell us how you feel about the, about the Furby. They're terrifying little devils. <laughs> okay. So, yes, you did hear that correctly. This year's top toy is the Hasbro Furby, which, because of all of the nostalgia surrounding the 90s, has been brought back to life. 
I'm sorry that I had to do this, but I did have to pull up the original Furby here because the original Furby for its time was really a revolutionary toy because of the interactive components, because of the robotics components. I hear you laughing, which is fair because honestly, the old Furby is a little bit terrifying looking. So I have to say, I think the new Furbies are definitely cuter than the original. They've done a lot to update the look, make them a lot more cute rather than the creepy big bulging eyes. They have sort of these cute kawaii style eyes. There's still the little puffballs and they do a lot of the same things. They have the, the dance party, the light show. They can tell your fortune. Honestly, it's a lot of the same things. Do you remember the Hatchimals that we had a couple years ago? Yes. It looks a lot like it's it very does. similar to the Hatchimal and what the Hatchimal does. Yes, it looks very... They are cute, though. I think unlike the Hatchimals, the Hatchimals were sort of on this base that had kind of a wheel system going on. I don't know if this has that base to it, but... Similar interactive toy, you have the colors in the eyes that it lets you know, obviously, when they glow red, it's mad. And when you pet it, it makes different noises, has all of these different interactive capabilities. I think they still talk to each other. So that is something to be aware of, that if you have two Furbies talking back and forth, it might not be the worst idea to turn them off at night or you're going to hear them chattering in the middle of the night. What are your thoughts on the new Furby compared to the old Furby? What do you think? What I think is they are definitely cuter mm -hmm. and they are a bit more like friendly looking. Mm -hmm. They don't look like they're going to like attack you yeah. while you're sleeping. <laughs> I think I've seen an ad for them. Mm -hmm. The way they talk is a bit more cuter into, into like, yeah. Now they go like. Yeah, I think they've upped the cute factor on these. So that's our list. That's the top 10. I do want to ask you two quick questions here because I think there are some toys on the top 10 list that you maybe are a little, you're a little iffy about. Is there a toy on this list that you would take off of this list? Definitely. Which one? The Furby. The Furby? I had a feeling you might say that. Why? Because it's a Furby. Because it's a Furby. That's all? No. No? Because they talk to each other. So you're kind of thinking of the interactive chatter back and yeah. forth. Sometimes the chatter, mm -hmm. I'm, in my big opinion, I'm not a big fan with interactive toys. Okay. Like toys that talk to you. Mm-hmm. If they talk to you, they will give me the heebie-jeebies. Okay, so you're not a fan of interactive toys in that frame that kind of talk yeah. back to you. Second follow-up question. Is there a toy that did not make the list that you were surprised that's not on it? Yes. What's that? I would say the toy I'm I'm am very pretty surprised that didn't make it mm -hmm. was anything Barbie. Anything Barbie? Because Barbie is very popular mm -hmm. right now. I think what might have happened with the list this year was there were so many Barbie toys that were associated with the movie. And I think the movie is not 
necessarily geared so much toward kids, but also there was just a lot of variation in the Barbie universe this year. Yeah. And I think that's possibly why it didn't make it on the list. And maybe also a little bit of, we had a lot of Barbie this summer. So I think maybe we were trying to kind of pull back from that a little bit for the, for the holidays. Now, if I would have to answer those same questions myself, I think I was surprised that Furby made it on the list and to the number one spot. I definitely was not expecting that as I was compiling the list of toys. I'm also a bit surprised that only one Nintendo game mm-hmm. was on the list because right now Nintendo is pretty popular. Yeah, I think there's there's other games, but typically it's whatever game most recently came out. So yes. I think that's probably why why Wonder made it to to the spot that it did on the list. But I guess if I had to pick one, maybe that did not make the list, I would say Hogwarts Legacy for the Nintendo Switch. I that saw that it looks fun. That just came out, and I think that. If it had come out maybe a month or two earlier, I think that might have been on this list as well. I think that's it for our episode today. So I want to say thank you so much for joining me today, Quinn, and thank you for your help. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me, Mother. That is a wrap on our official toy list for the 2023 holiday season. Best of luck to you if you're on the hunt for some of the items on this list. We will have them linked in the notes as well as our picks for toys that should have made the list but did not. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. Gift giving is one of my most favorite things to do, but I know that not everyone has kids or their very own toy expert, to chime in on what to buy for the kids on your list. We've got some more fun holiday episodes coming up, as well as some great interviews. Make sure you're following along with us so you don't miss out on both the fun episodes and the more serious conversations about what's happening in the insurance industry. I hope you have a great holiday. Thanks again for listening and supporting the show. We would not be able to do episodes like this one without you. And as always, we will see you next episode. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Runner Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by my mom, Sierra Repel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with our show wherever you like to listen. Rate and review our show on Apple or Spotify.